You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Give Your Life Away podcast. Today I want you to consider a word. The word is grow. It's a verb that's familiar in the Christian life. People go to churches because they want to grow. They read their Bibles because they want to grow. But what does it mean to grow? Ultimately, growth in the Christian life doesn't mean just more knowledge for knowledge's sake. Growth doesn't mean that you feel better about yourself. No, growth in the Christian life ultimately means that you are becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. You actually look more and more like him as the days go by. When you say you want to grow, that means that you're signing up for things like studying your Bible, meditating on the scriptures. You're signing up to pray. You're signing up to have people treat you poorly. You're signing up to lay, your, lay aside your own desires for the sakes of others. You're signing up to join a group of other followers of Christ. You're signing up to use your spiritual gifts. Why? Because growth is about being like Jesus, and Jesus did all of these things and more. Consider what Paul said to the Colossians in Colossians 1, 28-29. He said this, Him we proclaim, Christ, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works in me. So Paul proclaimed Jesus Christ. He didn't just proclaim certain truths. He didn't just proclaim the Bible in and of itself. He proclaimed particularly Jesus Christ so that people would ultimately become more mature in Christ. So as he proclaimed Christ, taught them Christ, demonstrated what Christ had done and who he was, he was doing so so that people would become more like Jesus. What does that tell us as Christians? It tells us that we must be in a place to learn Christ so that we become like Christ. How does the New Testament say that we will learn Christ? Well, primarily in a few ways. First, we'll be taught him by our pastors. Second, we'll demonstrate him to one another. He's in all of us as believers, so we we serve one another as Christ would serve one another. So we're being taught by pastors. We're pointing Christ out by being um, like him to other believers. And third, we're learning from what he says, from, from his word. Based on all that, here's my encouragement to you today. Study Christ. Always be a student of Jesus Christ. Be familiar with how he handles situations in life, how he handled situations when he was here on earth. Read the Gospels for this. Be familiar with what it means to live like him, what it means to be like him. You can read much about this also in the epistles. So when you say you want to grow, you're saying that you want to be more and more like Jesus. This obviously means that you've got to know what Jesus was like. Let me give you just a few examples. What do you do when you're tired? How do you grow to be like Jesus in one situation in life, like being tired? How how do you be tired like Jesus was tired? Well, what do the scriptures say? The scriptures say that he rested. 
The scriptures also say that sometimes he got up early to pray. The scriptures also demonstrate there were times when Jesus was alone, evidently being refreshed in prayer or resting, and then got interrupted. What did he do then? He responded to the needs of the people who interrupted him. So by studying Jesus and what he did when he was tired, you're able to make decisions about what you should do when you're tired. And the more you make decisions that are Christ-like, the more you are growing. You're growing into the image of Christ. Let me give you another one. What did Jesus do when he was criticized? The scriptures tell us that sometimes he gave a response. The responses, by the way, never seemed to be angry. The scriptures also tell us that at times he was silent. So what should you do when you're criticized? Well, using the wisdom, wisdom from the Holy Spirit and using these examples, be like Jesus. Now, let me ask you another one. How did Jesus view other people? Well, Philippians 2 says that he left the glories of heaven to come and die as a slave on a cross. Paul's point in this passage isn't just about the incarnation and the crucifixion. Paul is speaking to a church, a group of people who are called to treat one another as better than themselves in following the pattern of Christ in his incarnation and crucifixion. So how do you view other people? How should you view other people as you live your life today and tomorrow? You treat one another as better than, your, than yourself. Now let me press that even further. How do you treat other people who you are at odds with? Well, it's interesting. Philippians 2 is actually dealing with that specific situation. There were evidently uh, conflicts in the church of Philippi. And Paul's writing to get them to stop arguing, to agree with each other. And what does he use as the basis for that? The life of Christ. So consider this. Listen to what Paul says. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love and participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And then listen to this. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, listen to this, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself. And then he continues on. But do you see what he's doing here? This is a group of people that were at odds with each other. They were believers at odds with each other. And Paul says, be like this because you have the same resources as Christ. You, you are in Christ. He says, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ. You can have this way of thinking because Christ did. This is how you live. You consider one another as more important than yourselves. You humble yourself just the way Christ did. Do you see the way Paul is connecting Jesus's life to yours when you're in a conflict? So it's not just, hey, grit your teeth and be humble and you'll grow. No, it's bigger than that. It's Christ did it. You can have the same mind that he had in his doing it. You have the same spirit that he was given. So you do the same thing. Be humble and treat one another as better than yourself. And when you're in a conflict with other people, you're arguing with them and you're really kind of 
kind of treating yourself better than the other person. We're, we're trying to win. We're thinking of our own interests. But Christ came to a conflict and died for people who were opposed to him. So you see here how this passage in Philippians is just kind of echoing this idea. Study Christ, know what he's like, and then be him in these situations. So I conclude with this. Don't just want to grow. Don't just want to be a better person. Have the desire to be more and more like Jesus. But you've got to know what he's like, know how he handled situations. So have a regular, daily, hourly, situation-by-situation thought of being like Jesus. Sometimes we mock the Christian cliche or the Christian bracelets that were popular uh, back 10, 20 years ago, whenever it was, what would Jesus do? But that is ultimately the question the people of God want to ask regularly. What would my Lord do? How can I be Christ in this situation? So make it a point to constantly be asking yourself that question. What would Jesus do here? The answer to that is found in Scripture. So, as you seek to give your life to Christ by being like him, make sure that you are learning about him, learning how he handled situations, learning what the epistles say that he would do. So much of sanctification is tied to doing the things that Christ would do. So I pray that this is helpful to you and that you go into situations today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your life thinking, how can I be Christ in this situation? If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.